What what is it? <laughs> Rotten egg? Ugh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. It's getting worse, I can't swallow it. Look. <laughs> <laughs> rainy day and what better to do than to come and join us scaring sam and harley (laughs) welcome to scaring sam the hard rock of horror podcasts and i'm sticking to that until someone says otherwise i'm james i'm sam and i think i'm coming around to liking horror a little bit and yet when i suggested we go see spiral in a cinema I said no. Yes. So what's that about, Sam? Why are you contradicting yourself? (laughs) Well, it's also like you saying what we're going to watch for this episode today. I didn't want to watch it because I had this thought in my head. And we'll come to that later. So what are we watching today? In honour of Spiral's release in the cinema, we are going back to where it all began. 2004's Saw, where the serial killer dubbed Jigsaw has chained up two men, Dr. Lawrence Golden and Adam Faulkner Stanheit, in a decrepit industrial bathroom so he can play his twisted game. Okay, so if you woke up in a grubby, decrepit industrial bathroom, chained up to a pipe, in a room with a stranger across from you, also chained up, and a dead body in the middle of the room, what would you do? Cry. Yeah, I I would I would be screaming, I'd be crying. <laughs> Pretty much what they do at the beginning, they're trying to get out. Do you know what? It's really difficult to know what you would actually do in that kind of situation until you're in that situation. Could I kill someone? I don't think so. I really don't think I could. Not to save myself. Yeah, but if your family are being threatened at gunpoint, would you then resort to killing A complete stranger to save their lives? I don't know. Because that's the dilemma that Dr Lawrence is facing in this film. He has until six o'clock to kill Adam to save his wife and daughter. Personally, if I woke up in that situation, obviously these two have been drugged, so they're disorientated. They don't know how the hell they got here. First, you have to get over that point. And then I would try to assess the situation, but of course I'll be trying to overcome the anxiety and fear that I would be feeling throughout this entire ordeal. I don't know, would I play along? I'm naturally paranoid, so I think I'm being led on. Like, there is no win situation, even if I end up killing this other guy to save my family. If we're in Dr Lawrence's shoes, would then I think, oh, this is just some con, he just wants me to kill someone. So would I play along? Would I be stubborn? which could end up with my wife and child being murdered. I don't really want to put myself in 
in their shoes, if I'm being very honest. <laughs> I don't want to think about something like that. There's enough that goes on in the world without things like this. Before we delve into plot, let's do a little bit of background. Mm-hmm. Dr. Lawrence is played by the former Dread Pirate Roberts, Carrie Hughes, if that's how you pronounce it. But a guy who plays Adam is Lee Wannell, writer of Saw, but also writer and director of Insidious Free, Upgrade, and The Latest Invisible Man. Oh, okay. And the film is directed by James Wan, and it's his featured debut. Of course, he has gone on to direct Insidious, The Conjuring, One of the Fast and Furious, Mm -hmm. and Aquaman. And before they could make this film... From what I remember from my research, they couldn't get it made in Australia. They're both two Australians. Now, good day, mate. I think you need to try on your accents a bit more. You called out a knife? No, it's gone Cockney now. <laughs> you called out a knife? This is a knife. That's, nah, yeah, fuck it. No. <laughs> Not saying I could do any better. I don't think they could get this film made in America. So they had to go to LA and they had to shoot a short film and that got producers' interest and they still gave them a measly 1.2 million to make Saw. It's a ridiculously low-budget film, even for 2004. But at the time, it was one of the most profitable horror films since Scream in 96. Mm. It grossed over 100 million worldwide. For both of us, this is the first time we've watched this film. I know my reason why I haven't watched it, but what is yours? Well, I was never interested in the whole torture porn subgenre. Mm-hmm. It was just gore for the sake of gore. I thought there was no substance to the films. It was just ultra-violence for the sake of it. No substance, no plot, no reasoning behind it, just to generate controversy and get the headlines. The original saw was only associated with torture porn after the sequels came out. Oh, I see. Because they became more explicit. Gore for the sake of gore. But it's Eli Roth's Hostel that started the whole torture porn subgenre back in 2005. Okay, so the year after this then. Even I've said in the past, Eli Roth loves horror films. You can just churn out all these facts, all this love in an instant out of the top of his head, but it never seems to transfer to his films. And Hostel is just one of those films where it's like a bunch of unlikable characters you're forced to follow throughout a film. A bunch of Americans just want to hook up with Eastern European women and then they get tortured in increasingly more graphic, horrific ways. But then do you think that from having a film like that, that other films after that film have just played on that. Yeah, not imitated, but just drawn on the fact that that one's done well. Oh, yeah, people must like lots of gore. Possibly. I mean, the controversy gets headlines. Headlines gets revenue, gets money. But I think, in hindsight, now he's seen this film, Saw was unceremoniously linked in with the torture porn, the first film, at least, because... Mm -hmm. It's surprising how little gore is on show. I mean, half the time, the most graphic moments, it cuts away from it. And talking about the scene that you're you're about to go into, this is the main reason why I didn't want to watch this film. Like, my entire life. <laughs> because 
he saws his foot off, <laughs> doesn't he? And from knowing that that's going to happen in this film, I just thought the entire film was like that. That's how it's been advertised. So, and we're going through it and I'm like, where is all the gory bits? We only get to the gore, like the gory bits, like right near the end. And you get some blood spray, but it's not like you're watching them slice through his muscle and bone. No, because the camera is panned up to his face. You see the agony on his face and the blood spraying on his face, but you don't really, you don't see a foot being hacked off. Yeah. This still isn't the most graphic foot hacking scene I've seen. That still oh. is reserved for audition. The foot hacking scene in that film is unrelenting. The camera does not cut away. And I think it's in real time how long it takes. Oh. And she doesn't have a hacksaw. She has cheese wire oh yeah and you hear it a lot more oh no so yeah and i've seen audition before i saw this film so i thought wow this is tame oh because this is obviously this is the most memorable scene in the entire first film because this is obviously how they advertise it because this is what i've seen of the film Mm. and this is what you've seen somehow even though you don't like horror films or you didn't like horror films, somehow you still know of this scene. <laughs> yeah. We watch a lot of, I guess you can call them, adult superhero shows like The Boys, Invincible, Jupiter's Legacy, which you wouldn't classify as horror, but are far more gory than Saw. And for one of the films that's considered to have sparked the torture porn trend in horror... There's surprisingly little torture on show as well. Mm, yeah. It's not actual torture because the people inflict it upon themselves to survive. The only one is, I guess, is Jigsaw's victim in his hideout when the detectives find him. Oh, yeah, with the um, electric drills either side of his head. That's not even a trap because there's no escape from that. He's tied up. Well, how's yeah. he supposed to get out of it? Yeah, I don't understand why that guy is actually in Saw's hideout because that feels kind of feels tagged on compared to the other yeah like, well games he said that um he was testing something didn't he yeah because it makes no sense compared to his other elaborate death traps where jigsaw is never present he's always communicating through his dull billy I think Jigsaw's victim in that scene is just there for a cheap jump scare because he's underneath some white satin sheet. And then it wasn't he white, it was red. Oh, sorry, he's, <laughs> he's red satin sheet. Just so the detectives and the audience can like jump when he wakes up or whatever. Mm. Kind of getting ahead of ourselves because I think half the story is told in the present with Dr. Lawrence and Adam chained up in that room with that dead body whilst Lawrence's family are being held captive. Well, the other half is told through flashback. There is so many flashbacks in this movie. So I think to make sense of it, Lawrence first begins to suspect that their captor is Jigsaw. And he knows this because he was considered a suspect by detectives David Tapp and Stephen Singh. And I can't recall why he was considered a suspect. It was because they found um, his pen with his fingerprints obviously it had been planted at one of the murder scenes yeah one of the previous ones i think with the barbed wire 
Yeah, because we see numerous games that Jigsaw has played. Some overweight guy had to get from one end of the room to the other before the hatch closed from a timer. Yeah. But the room is full of barbed wire. Yeah, I think he had like two hours or something. Yeah, and you got two hours, so I don't know, fuck it. You're going to get mangled, aren't you? Bacon. Yeah. Juicy bacon. Bacon? That's what he basically was reduced to. Thin slices of bacon. You're disgusting. Yeah. And you're engaged to me. <laughs> and questioning it every time we watch a horror film. <laughs> I am slowly indoctrinating you into the world of horror films, not real life. I haven't got some secret dungeon anywhere. Because you're slowly enjoying horror. I'm slowly getting in your mind. Pulling the strings like a jigsaw. No. Anyway. <laughs> then we saw some other guy who's coated in some yeah. jello. Well, it just looked like Vaseline smothered all over him. And he set a light and died. And then we got this very elaborate one where, for some reason, the detectives... Did I say they're played by Danny Glover and Ken Leong? And some some reason, I think it's after they question Dr Lawrence, they want him to sit in and see... One of Saw's victims, who survived, being interviewed. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Story reasons, I guess. Because they sus- suspected him, didn't they, at that point? When they want to see his reaction? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was just an elaborate ploy just to see another flashback where she has some bear trap wrapped around her head. Well, opposite to a bear trap, though, because a bear trap closes, this one opens. And it's... Splits her head. (laughs) Mmm, yum. She has to cut out a key from some guy's gut who isn't dead. She's told he's dead. Yes. But he's just paralysed. Yes, he's got some kind of opiate that paralyses him, apparently. Mm -hmm. I didn't know opiates did that, but okay. How do you put a key in someone when there's no... I guess there was no stitching. It's like, there's a key in his stomach. He swallowed it. Right. So it might not be in his gut. It might be up his poop chute. Do you want to put your hands in that? I don't know. Why are you asking me this? I, I don't have know. no You've... idea. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> so yeah, she's traumatised for life. But apparently Jigsaw's modus operandi is whoever survives my games has a greater appreciation for life. Yeah, because mm. apparently all these people don't appreciate life. Not thinking that they're going to have... PTSD after all this. You're going to have newfound appreciation for life after you've had years of therapy. But still be paranoid that something may happen. Yes, because (laughs) some man in a pig costume may one day kidnap you once more. Jigsaw's pre-calculating every scenario. Didn't scare me, just really disturbed me. But saying that, there were two parts, I think it was only two, Maybe, maybe three. There was a bit where... <laughs> I know I know, it's very silly, but the girl waking up <laughs> in her bedroom, staring into the darkness, and then she goes to her mum saying, there's a man in my room. I don't like the dark. That did actually scare me a bit. I was hiding behind my hands. And then, and then obviously, you've got the guy in the cupboard... As soon as 
as soon as it started opening just that little bit I was like nope 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 no 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 <laughs> and speaking of being in the dark you've then got the the bit where um Adam he's the photographer and he's fallen asleep all the lights have gone out so his torch doesn't work <laughs> of course so he uses his flash on his camera to light his way in his home and oh this bit is just no no I was just expecting some kind of face or something to just pop out so it it goes so far and then and then you see this um doll don't you what's it you said Billy didn't you Billy the doll it's never called that in the film though no and then obviously some kind of noise from a cupboard and then this pig-faced mask thing comes out. And actually that that pig mask, um, he uses that when he captures the doctor and he's crawling along the floor. Oh, that was creepy when he came out the car. Yeah, I found it really disturbing the way yeah. he moved across the ground. Yeah, it wasn't at all like human. <laughs> yeah, it's not, that's not even a jump scare, that one. He's just doing his very unnatural, inhuman yeah. movements as he's slowly creeping up on Dr. Lawrence. But I do have a problem with that scene where he kidnaps Adam because to set that up, Adam's like, oh, I now remember how I got here. Yeah, how would yeah. you forget that? Seriously? You're going to quickly go, oh, yeah, there's a pig man in my cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some doe cackling away in my chair. I've only just recalled that. I think that's going to be burned into your mind. It's just another excuse for a flashback. Mm, yeah. In a yet another flashback, through some solid detective work, Tap and Sing finds Jigsaw's hideout, as we mentioned. And I do love how he has this cute little diorama of the bathroom the men are holed up in. <laughs> you think he plays with the dogs as well, like Rose plays? Yes, you will murder him, just so you can save your family. Use the poison blood. <laughs> the two detectives find Jigsaw's latest victim and then Jigsaw turns up and quickly gets the upper hand. How? Because we find out that John Kramer, Jigsaw, has a brain tumour and yet he gets the upper hand of two detectives, presumably peak of physical condition. Not to mention that Detective Singh has shot Jigsaw, what, twice at this point? Okay, so something I want to read out from my notes here. (laughs) Shit, we've got another Michael Myers character type who can just get shot loads and not die. (laughs) Yeah, because John Kramer has an inoperable brain tumour. Presumably he's having chemo or something, which weakens you. Mm -hmm. And yet he gets shot twice and keep moving. You thought it was going to be like a ruse, like... One of his other victims dressed up in his, like, Halloween costume red robe or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A decoy. Detective Singh is going to apprehend him, crosses that tripwire, and he's like, oh, shit, he's dead. Jigsaw just rises back up again and hobbles off. And Danny Glover is still alive. How? I don't know. He's got sliced across the throat. Yeah, he's going to bleed out. Yeah. Oh. Which apparently has made him... This is a bit I was confused with. He's now, I think he's been discharged or something, because he's now become obsessed with capturing Jigsaw. 
And yet he still believes that it's still... Still the Doctor. Yeah, still Dr. Lawrence. So he's hooked up some kind of ongoing surveillance across the road from his house. Mm -hmm. And he's got all these walls covered in, like, jizz... Jizz? jizz. (laughs) No. Jigsaw news clippers and everything. And yet he's meant to be this detective and he's the one who worked out that, oh, there's a little gang graffiti he must be here somewhere Mm. and that's how they find his workshop and yet still convinced months on end that it's still dr lawrence even though he's been surveying him all this time Mm -hmm. and yet jigsaw is still racking up victims okay and this is when he sees some guy looking out of dr lawrence's window and he's like oh does dr lawrence know you're in here No, because it's the guy who's apprehending his wife and daughter, Mm -hmm. who we're assuming is Jigsaw, because he is the orderly we saw in another flashback, who's, of course, played by Ben Linus in Lost. (laughs) At this point, though, I did genuinely think, oh, yeah, so he's just some twisted guy that works at the hospital and has it in for this doctor. But what's the photographer got to do with it? (laughs) Isn't it revealed that Adam is the kind of guy you hire out to get incriminating evidence Mm -hmm. of rich guys who are having affairs or doing dodgy dealings, which people who hire him can then blackmail him. Yeah. And he has been hired by Detective Tap to survey Dr. Lawrence. Jigsaw kidnaps people to teach them in the most over-the-top, excessive way imaginable to value life. So he kidnaps Dr. Lawrence. Why? Because he isn't valuing his family because he's either having affairs or he's very committed to his work. And Adam, is he just there to be killed? Dr. Lawrence is always guaranteed to survive and he's always going to end up killing Adam. Or does he want Adam to also, if he survives, to value life? Was he just a sleazebag? No, I think Adam's slightly a pawn, but also because he's always taking photos of people and then destroying their lives because they've got up to some dodgy crap anyway. Well, to value other people's lives as well as your Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think he's always destined to be killed, but turns out in the end that Dr Lawrence is a shit shot. Unless he does that on purpose. Maybe, but I think in the heat of the moment where... This is when it's revealed that time is up. His wife and daughter are going to be murdered. But it turns out to be Jigsaw's accomplice. Because after all, how could a frail man with a brain tumour possibly have the brute strength to kidnap people? Yeah, yeah. So is that... What's his name? Zap, the orderly? They nickname him I Zap. I have no idea. Ben Linus from Lost. Yeah, that's, that's how we were talking about him. <laughs> is he Jigsaw's muscle? Is he the one with the... The pig man costume who kidnaps people? Well, yeah, in in this case, I don't think so before, like on the other on the other ones that got captured. I think it is for Adam and the Doctor that the orderly kidnapped those. And he's holding Doctor Lawrence's wife and daughter captive as well. Yeah. Because he's got poison running through his body. Oh yeah, because he's been poisoned. He's another pawn, as yeah. it turns out. So yeah. even he doesn't want to yeah, I forgot about that. So he's not his accomplice, he's another pawn. Mm-hmm. In this heat of the moment, 
He thinks his wife and daughter are going to be killed. They're on the phone. They're screaming. He doesn't know what's going on. Ben Linus only has one job and he's supposed to put a bullet in his wife and daughter's head What she seems to get the upper hand. Mm-hmm. Dr. Lawrence does know this. So he's desperate. This is the part where he decides to hack his foot off. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he does. At this point, his foot is off. And then he shoots Adam. I don't think it was intentional. Maybe because of all the blood loss, he yeah. couldn't focus. He does have a extremely pale face at this point. His wife is trying to get the gun off Ben Linus. Shot goes off. This is when Danny Glower decides to intervene. He chases Ben Linus off. He goes, presumably, back to the warehouse where Dr Lawrence and Adam are because mm-hmm. even if he kills Adam, he still failed because he didn't do it in the allotted time. Yep, it's gone past six. <laughs> and then Danny Glover gets shot in the most ridiculous way possible. Yeah, he's like... He's trying to get the gun off the guy and then, um, I don't know, it's it's almost like he bends... It's like he's got bends him... his hand He's got back. him in a, like a bear hug. Yeah. And he like kind of slips out of his grip, points up and then he gets shot. Yeah. Good After job. After all of that. Yeah. <laughs> After all that, you died. Well done. So now, Ben Linus is in the abandoned warehouse or whatever it is. He gets into the room with... Dr. Lawrence and Adam and the dead body. It's Weekend at Bernie's Free. <laughs> Fun times in Shitsville. Oh, yeah, there is actually a um, a bit where Adam puts his hand down the toilet and just gets a handful of shit. Follow your heart and there's a shit-smeared yeah. heart on the back of the toilet where I would instinctively look in that, not stick yeah, my hand... the bit where the... Um, I've forgotten what it's called... That flushes the, the toilet. Tank, the toilet tank. Yeah. 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 You look in there first. You don't put your hand in all the shit. <laughs> Who did and that? he even brings that up though. Oh, maybe I should have looked in this bit first. Oh, duh. Yeah. And who did that? Did Jigsaw just constantly come back and have a dump in the toilet? I'm just going to drop my friends off at the pool. It was like diarrhea though, wasn't it? Well, he is getting key. He said there was yeah. no solids. He is quite meticulous where he's planning, so it couldn't just be coincidence that it was shit-filled. It was Jigsaw. He was he was in the dump. So he's in the room, and once again, someone gets the upper hand on him, because he's not that great. Adam crushes his head with a porcelain toilet cover. So Jigsaw's dead, I guess. Is he dead? I don't know, because somebody electrocuted Dr. Lawrence when he passed out through pain. Yeah. Their chains are connected to electrical current which mm-hmm. he can activate anytime and it happened to Adam going along with this ruse with Dr. Lawrence to pretend he was poisoned and mm-hmm. dead there's a point where Ben Linus and Danny Glover are in pursuit in this very cheap looking car chase so he couldn't possibly electrocute Dr. Lawrence at that point yeah. to wake him up so yeah. we're thinking yeah at this point I was like what the fuck like <laughs> yeah, something else is going on yeah Dr. Lawrence, he's going, I'm going to get some help. I've only got one foot and I'm in extreme pain and I'm probably going to pass out once again. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to get help. You stay there, chained up. So Adam's left alone in that room with presumably two dead bodies now. And then the dead body gets up. And peels off something on his head. <laughs> that would be the implied exit wound where the guy blew his brains out 
and it was Jigsaw all along. Did you see that coming? No. I did. I saw that twist revealed in a horror documentary way back when. Well, that spoiled it for you, but not for me because it was a great film about misdirection. (laughs) And I kept my mouth shut. I didn't spoil it for you. Yeah, unlike other things that you just... It just slips out sometimes, doesn't it, James? You just... You get so excited to tell me something about a show or a film that it just... But I remained tight-lipped and I didn't (laughs) spoil it for you. And it's revealed in very quick-cut, seizure-inducing flashbacks. Yes, yet more flashbacks. That Jigsaw all along was John Kramer, the guy suffering from the brain tumour that Dr Lawrence was examining his x-rays to his medical students, I guess, who we saw in a previous scene, just lying there, where Ben Linus goes, oh, he's quite an interesting guy, actually. (laughs) And apparently... Is he now? Well, I was reading, because neither of us clearly noticed, Mm -hmm. that he had a diagram of the reverse bear trap next to him. Oh. On his bedside. Yeah, I did not see that. So, John Kramer, a.k.a. Jigsaw wants you to value your life because he is slowly losing his. Very interesting seeing as it's a franchise of numerous films, yet John Kramer dies in Saw 3. How many are there? Nine. What? It's a whole franchise told in flashbacks. Right. But they had more and more stuff to it, like, Aha! He's got another accomplice. Aha! You thought this was a copycat killer, but really it's a prequel. Do you want to watch any of the other ones? The very gory ones? No. Where you just basically get the gist of what the franchise is about in this one. Okay, good. Because in the final film, which everyone hates, it's revealed that Dr. Lawrence becomes another one of Jigsaw's accomplices. What? After he hacks his own foot off, he sticks it on a boiling hot pipe to, like, cauterise it. Right, okay. And then it's revealed that he is the surgeon who's been helping Jigsaw put all these numerous keys and that in people. So I don't know if he was always a complice or somehow after this traumatic event decides to help Jigsaw, even though it's Jigsaw who put him in this Mm. position in the first place. I don't really get that. And I'm not going to watch the films to find out. No. No, I don't think I would either. One, I do have a question for you, though. It's just like a super hardcore escape room with your life on the line. My voice went all weird there. Do you think that the Saw franchise then resulted in, like, escape rooms? I think over here in the UK it did because I don't know if it was ever a thing across the pond, but there was no escape rooms over here. Saw came first. Prior to Covid, they were a big deal. Christ, you go on social media and you see all these people going, I survived this time. And they were like, yay, teamwork. So, I guess Saw resulted in this trend of these escape rooms. Do you reckon there is a themed one, a Saw-themed one, where you're chained? (laughs) Well, there's a Saw ride at Fort Park. And there's a horror maze they have over Halloween, or at least they did. Which I don't really understand how it's got to do with Saw, because it's just a bunch of people that jump out at you. I guess one wears a pig mask, I don't know. In hindsight, it's quite an incredible journey the Saw franchise has been on. Started as a low-budget film, which they filmed over 18 days. Oh. Yeah. So from those humble origins, from a first-time director and writer, 
to a box office juggernaut franchise that dominated Halloween for years, and now it's spawning spin-offs like Spiral, which mm. you don't want to see. No. You can go and see that with someone else. <laughs> I think we've gotten the gist of Saw now. I mean, if if the rest are what I originally thought this was going to be, being the incredibly gory kind of horror film, then no, I don't want to see them. I was pleasantly surprised, though, that this wasn't the case. It was a more kind of detective crime horror kind of It's essentially, story. it is like a police procedural, isn't it? But with added gore? Yeah. I guess. I assume you haven't seen other Saw films? I haven't seen other Saw films. Mm. Here's our prediction. Sequels, you have to up the ante. Bigger twists. More gore. More elaborate death traps. And that's what ultimately Saw descends into. I can't bet against you. <laughs> but speaking of death traps and elaborate games. Oh, yeah. I think we should play our own game. You mentioned something about this. What have you got in store for me? In celebration of Saw and the release of Spiral in a cinema. Yes, cinema is back, ladies Woo! and gentlemen. Yeah! We are going to play the deadly jelly bean challenge. That's French for challenge. What? Okay, a jelly bean challenge. Deadly <laughs> jelly bean challenge. Oh, sorry, challenge. deadly. If I had a little puppet, you'd be like, do you want to play a game? Yeah. We're going to no. play a game. No, I don't want to play a game, thank you. <laughs> You're giving me a, a death stare right now. We'll be right back after these quick sponsored efforts. Okay then, James. What? in the bowl <laughs> so this is the deadly jelly bean challenge <laughs> so every coloured jelly bean there is one delicious flavour and one god awful why did I put that in my mouth flavour and here's the rules you pick out a colour and we put them in our mouths we chew and we see which flavour it is. Can I spit it out? No, you have to <laughs> swallow. No! The loser is the person who can't get through the bowl. Who forfeits. I mean, this... I know I've just touched them all, but there's quite a lot there. Don't smell them. Oh. Okay, but if we get through the bowl and neither one of us has quit, then it's a tie. Okay, you ready? No, I'm not ready. What we've got to look forward to is stink bug flavour, dirty dishwasher, <sighs> dead fish. What? Rotten egg. Oh. Bath. <laughs> canned dog food. No! Spoiled milk. Booger. Wait, are these vegetarian? Yes. Stinky socks. Oh, I thought I smelled feet in there. 
gunk spray. Their doppelgangers are, you know, toasted marshmallow, mm. bud popcorn, mm-hmm. strawberry banana smoothie, mm. birthday cake, chocolate pudding. Ooh. You know, good stuff. Do I get to sniff them before I no, eat them? No, you don't sniff oh. them. You just you can pick out the colour though. There's four black ones though. Wait, there's four of each. I guess there's... We could both have... Yes, there's obviously two good ones and two bad ones. We're only doing one of each colour, though, aren't we? Yes. Sure, yeah, okay. But I want to win, so I might exceed that. I might try to eat the whole lot. Okay. I'm getting competitive. Obviously, I haven't put it in my mouth yet. I might instantly regret this. I'm going for this... Slightly pink with um, brown spots on it. Oh no. This one? No. No. This one. I think there's only two of. No, crap, there's only two of these. Oh shit. No, I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Are we both doing it at the same time? Yeah. Oh god. Okay, ready? Ugh. I think I got the good one. I don't know. I, what... I don't know. No, oh, hang on. No, I don't know either. No. It's getting kind of meaty. Mine's weird. Mine's weird. I think it's either going to be strawberry banana smoothie or dead fish. Oh, mine's not dead fish. I think mine's dead fish. <laughs> I'm like, mine's weird. It's not bad. Mine does taste weird, though. I'm not going to lie. It's probably all the E numbers. No, I'm bad. Maybe there's two more, then. I think so. Okay, choose another colour. I don't want to. If that was the nice one. There's a lot of that brown one. Yeah. There's loads of the white ones and the yellow ones, though. Okay, I'll go through. God. What's that? Yellow? Yeah. This yellow one. with some kind of spots on it. Yeah. I don't want to know what it could be. Okay. I don't want to know. I can't know. tell which one it is. Because um, we'll find out. Oh, God. I don't want to do it. <laughs> no. Where'd you you were like <laughs> Oh, I got a bad one again. Oh, no. oh, no. oh. <laughs> and then it's got sweet again. That's weird. Well, what was it going to be? Because what I you think got? I've got buttered popcorn. Oh, okay. Is it? Yeah, I guess mine's bad popcorn. It was funny at the start, though. It can't be raw neck. Point is, the yellow one and the green one, I can't tell the difference. Oh. No, that must have been the green one. Juicy pear? I'm sure, no. Mm, I don't know. Um, They've got weird flavours. Mm. I'm not particularly liking even the nice ones. Well, I don't know if that was juicy pear or a really tasty booger. Is there a tasty booger? 
No, it's called Booger, but it wasn't bad. No, mine's like I don't want to well. do it. I don't want to do it. I don't like this game. <laughs> oh. I think I got chocolate. Yeah, it's chocolate pudding. Should I choose a colour? Okay. Oh, she likes your one. Trade? She don't want my one. Trade it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Okay, go. No. Go. <laughs> <laughs> what did I get? I got a sweet one though, I don't... What did I get? <laughs> what did it taste like? I don't know, but I don't like it. <laughs> you have to swallow it down. Oh, no! I got birthday cake. Does it taste like birthday cake? Oh. Yeah, it does taste like cake. What the hell? <laughs> Where's the bad stuff? What could have it tasted like? Dirty dishwasher. I don't know, because it's got a weird flavour to it. It's kind of like... There's a bit... Um, I don't actually think it's birthday cake. Because... Oh, I think I might have got that one, actually. Okay. Um, oh... It's getting really soapy. Oh, okay, so you did get. Oh. Was it getting worse? Yeah. Oh. It's in my teeth. <laughs> it's not bad, but it's yeah, it's soapy. Okay, choose your fate. I don't want to do this the entire bowl. Well, once you give up your forfeit, I'll, I'll just keep going. What is my forfeit? What do you mean? You just lose. Oh, okay. Not yet. <laughs> you haven't tried yet. Are you picking or am I picking? You pick. Harley. And now smell James's. <laughs> you get all the bad ones. What? What is it? <laughs> Rotten egg. Ugh. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh. Uh. It's getting worse. I can't swallow it. <laughs> oh. So bad. What what did you have? Um, buttered popcorn. Yeah, mine wasn't buttered popcorn. <laughs> oh. I want to try a bad one. Then you can eat them all. One more. One more. No. Just one more. Oh. Ready? No. <laughs> what is it? Why are you getting bad ones? What is it? <laughs> Spoiled milk. Yeah. 
<laughs> is that what it tastes like? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting all the good it came ones. Straight out. <laughs> I chewed it once and it came out my mouth. Um, is that how you quit? Well, put you've chewed it. Here you go. I want a bad one. Do you chew this? No, I'm not chewing it. You chewed it. <laughs> Smell it. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I give up. I need a tissue. No. Oh. Can I have a tissue, please? Where is the tissues? Oh. Okay, I'm gonna keep going until I get a really bad oh. one. Where are they? At the top. Left. <laughs> yeah, should I go for the black one? Oh, I can still taste it. I need like a nice one. Yeah, but you, you yeah, see you the can, you can bite into it and then you can give it to me. Yeah, but you don't like licorice. Oh. Okay, choose a colour for me now. Oh. I'll keep going until I get a really bad one. My fingers smell of soap and gone off milk now. Well, wash Oh, them. that's disgusting. I'm not, I'm no. not having any No, no, more. just choose a colour for me. This one. Oh, fuck. Stinky sucks. No, it's like dishwasher. So oh, soapy. Yeah. Oh, I think that's my first bad one. Oh, it's like swallowing bleach. Oh, mine wasn't like that. Oh, because I've had all these sweet ones, haven't I? Oh. All right, give me another one. Give me another one. Okay, so this could be, could either be dead fish, which you already had, didn't you? I don't know now. Strawberry banana smoothie, bowl, or peach. Hmm, can't be bad. <laughs> oh. Oh no, what did you oh. get? What did you get? I feel like it's the fish one. Oh no. Oh. Oh no. Oh, it's got the fishy stuff. I can like smell it as well. Oh. Oh. It's like scampi. Oh no. Oh. oh no. I can smell it more than I can taste it. Yeah. Can you smell no. it? No, oh. but that's what happened with the um, the spoiled milk one. Oh, it's got up my nose. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you got to kiss me later, so. Yeah, you can. You can. I don't know. Here, have a brown one. <laughs> Okay, ready? Is this, the, is this just the dishwasher one again? Is it? Yes. <laughs> Wash your mouth out. <laughs> it's going up my nose. Oh. <laughs>
mom. Do it. Do it now. Do you like punishment? What are you tasting? I don't know. Okay, I think we should end. I honestly thought it would be worse than that, and that was tame. That was, I mean, obviously, you suffered the brunt of all the worst ones. <laughs> Look how interested he is in the spoiled milk. Do not lick my finger. Don't be disgusting, Albert. He licked my finger. Ugh. Oh, what are you doing, cat? That was the Deadly Jelly Bean Challenge. So ends another riveting episode of Scaring Sam. I'm James. Wash your hands first before you touch his eyes. And I'm Sam. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Scaring Sam Pod. And you can contact us at scarysampod at gmail.com. Stay, Stay safe, safe out, out there, there tonight. tonight.